This is the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. Make yourself comfortable and fasten your seatbelt. Tom and his guests are about to share powerful stories, trade business building insights, and have a few laughs. Tom created this podcast to help you captivate prospects and inspire them to act so you can get more clients quickly and easily. That's what powerful storytelling is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. So let's get this party started. Here's your host, Tom Ruich. Hello and welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. I'm Tom Ruich and today's episode is called How to Profit with Print and Not Look Stupid Doing It. As always, I'll kick off today's episode with a quick story before introducing my guest. Every time I book a guest for the Story Power Marketing Show, we schedule a quick Zoom session to discuss what we might cover in the episode. We're not doing this to write a script. We just compare notes and agree on some of the key themes and ideas we'll explore. I met last month with today's guest, Kia Arian. She's a print marketing master. I shared with her a story about a former client of mine who refused to do any print marketing. Print marketing is dead, he suggested. That could be a story I deliver to introduce the episode, I told Kia. I could emphasize the idea that print still matters. Kia didn't like that idea. She didn't want me wasting time convincing all of you that print still matters. Here's what she said. If you don't think that print still matters, you're behind. We really shouldn't need to convince you that print still matters. Let's focus instead, she said, on getting to those who get it, but don't know how to do it. There are lots of people who believe print matters, she said. They just don't know what to do, and they don't want to look stupid doing it. Right on, Kia. So if you think print is dead, this is not the episode for you. But if you suspect print matters, or if you know print matters, the next 30 to 45 minutes could transform your business, because Kia is going to deliver the goods. Kia is CEO and founder of Zine, a successful brand marketing agency just outside of Washington, D.C., that helps attorneys, entrepreneurs, and professionals convert leads into raving fans using high-touch, direct-response print marketing. Her clients include high-achieving marketers and entrepreneurs such as Dan Kennedy, Ben Glass, Kim Walsh-Phillips, Ben Settle, and more. From concept to design to implementation, Zine specializes in using newsletters, books, magazines, postcards, and shock and awe packages to create, package, and present a marketing message that gets results. Her agency still believes in the power of direct mail and has a proven process that uses print marketing to make a connection, inspire action, and generate profitable results for their clients. Kia Arian, welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. Hey, Tom. So good to see you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, great to see you and great to have you here. And so we now have an audience that gets it or at least suspects that print still matters, but they don't want to look stupid doing it. So let's imagine that I'm a new client. I'm coming to you. I say, hey, 
I understand, you know, people's mailboxes are empty. There's a lot of room in there to get their attention. I want to do some sort of print marketing campaign. Tell us about the process, the questions you ask, the process that you go through to get someone started with this. Gosh, that's a great question. Usually the people who know that they want to expand their marketing, they want, they've done the digital, they're doing the digital and the thing with digital is that it's it moves. It's different. There's so much that's out of your control, depending on what you're using. Right? <laughs> your social yeah. media, you know, the algorithms change. They, you know, there's sensors. There's people. You know, what you can say, what you can't say, whatever, rightly so or wrongly so, that exists. Um, then there's the whole digital issue of, of there's distractions. There's delete buttons. There's filters. There's you know, spam filters. And so they realize that the market is getting more and more competitive, crowded, noisy online. So they want to explore print, just like you said, the mailboxes are empty now. The bills are all online. And so all you're getting is maybe a newspaper and we get that one rare birthday card. You're just like, wow, who would even thought, you know, they didn't text me. They sent me a birthday card. So the value of print has gone up. They realize this. And well, how do you start then? Typically, the way we start, we always start with your message. Um, if you've been a, a marketer, you know, following the good marketing principles and the, the Dan Kennedy triangle, if your audience is familiar with that, there's the three three pillars. There's marketing message and media. Oh, excuse me. There's um, market message and media. So what are you saying? Who are you saying to and how are you saying it? They don't change for the modality you use, whether you're doing digital or, or print, right? So, so we always, you know, that's a good place to get started. And um, with print, the things that you really have to also focus on is, is you know, the, your, your market, be very specific and focus on who you want to reach because, you know, you could have a great message and you can have an amazing postcard or sales letter or newsletter or package. But if it's going to the wrong people, you might as well just burned your money, right? Yep. So, um, so we start with, you know, who, who are you talking to? Who, who do you want to reach? Um, what is it you want to tell them? What problem do you want to solve for them? And what is the best way to get that message across? This is for any marketing, right? Um, for print, there are some some finer, subtle points that we really have to to hammer down and drill down. But that's that's where we start. Yeah. And, and you said many really critical things. A couple of things I want to zero in on. Number one, you were talking about the importance of the message. And I'm, I'm going to repeat the three legs of that marketing stool, that marketing triad that Dan Kennedy talks about. The message, or, the, or I'll start with the first one, your market. Who are you trying to reach? the message, what's the, in our parlance, the story or stories that you're going to deliver. And then the media, how are you going to deliver the channel? So print would be the media that you're using. And we see eye to eye. We had a great conversation last month 
about the fact that storytelling is not something that you need a long form video for or, or you know 5000 words of digital text for storytelling can be accomplished in a postcard uh in a in a letter print is a great medium for storytelling so that's one point that i wanted to emphasize and i know we'll get back to but the second point that you made was about your market and i really want to emphasize this especially Especially for people who have been focused on digital. The cost, excuse me, the cost of failure in a digital campaign, especially one that's not paid advertising, but just shooting emails or posting stuff to social media, seems often feels very low. It feels like it doesn't cost anything to send an email. Okay. That's a myth because there's time, there's effort, there's wasted opportunity costs, but people feel as if the cost of sending an email or other digital advertising is super low. You made a really important point. That's not the case in print. You have postage, you have printing costs, you have design costs and, and so forth. And so you better have your market straight. You better know whom you're sending the, the piece to, or else you're just flushing your money down the toilet. And, and I think print marketers are way better at zeroing in on their market than most, most, not all, but most, digital marketers. And it, it's a critical point. And you need someone like you, an expert with experience in finding the right list and going out and, and finding the market to really zero in on, on who you're trying to reach and how you're going to reach them. That, that, that's such an excellent point, Tom. And I think it, it you know, we, people need to understand when they enter into print, um, it's not this you have to be at a, a little higher level in your marketing. At the beginning of the show, you said, if you're just getting into marketing, trying to figure out your message and who you're talking to, what problems you're solving, do digital. Like that, that's actually a strategy that, that one of our approaches that we recommend, you test the headlines, test your message, test your offers on digital, on social media, you know, email, get that market intel doing digital, it's a lower cost, right? There is cost, like you said, but it's a lower cost. And once you zoom in on that and know you've got an offer that people want, you've got, um, you know, copy that's compelling. <clears throat> now let's move to print where that amps up that effort. And so you're absolutely right. We're not trying to fool anybody or trying to, you know, cover it up. Like this is going to be easy. This is going to be, um, you know, however they might think, it, we get, we actually have people who come and they'll do marketing, print marketing, maybe you know once, twice, three times, and they're not really seeing the fast results that they're used to in digital, and then they get discouraged. And you know we've gotten better at at weeding that out, or at least setting the expectations correctly, so that you don't get discouraged and you stick with it. But you really do. That's why you know why I said in our call last month, you know, we really don't want to convince them to go to print because it's a it's a high bar to clear. And mm -hmm. uh, but for those who clear it, are getting really phenomenal results, and yep. they're they're you know getting a deeper connection with people with their with their you know prospects and their leads and making an impact. I, mean, I still have 
people from years ago that received some print something that we sent and they reach out to us because either they still have that thing or they remember it. And um, it just, it goes in deeper when you're ready to, to operate at that level. Not to discourage people from, you know, starting new, there are ways into that, to enter into it and print um, methods to do that. But knowing that, you know, it's a lot more narrow strategies. It's more of don't do these things that you're used to doing in digital, but really they're not gonna fly in, in print. Yeah. Yeah. And and you said something really critical, a lot of things really critical, but one that I want to pick up on is they may still have that. And that's one of the beauties of a print piece. You get that postcard, that shock and awe package, whatever it might be, and the recipient handles it. And oftentimes the recipient keeps it, tacks it on the bulletin board, puts it in a in a drawer, keeps it on the desk. And that's one of the real powers of print print Sorry. advertising, print marketing. So we've talked a little bit, we've dropped some phrases here. We've talked about postcards. Everybody knows what a postcard is. We've also talked about shock and awe packages. Let's uh, let's have you spend, pardon me, <clears throat> let's have you spend a little time sharing with us examples of different media that, that you've produced for yourself or for your clients and explain what we mean by the different formats and types of print marketing uh, that you can put out there. So one of the things that we do at, that we've done at my agency is rather than kind of opening the door wide open to here's all the different things that print can accomplish for you. We've been doing this for many years and we decided to really focus on the top things that are consistently getting results. Yeah. So sure, you can, you know, do many different things, but the things that we see are getting results and getting a return on the printing dollars and the mailing dollars that they're spending. We've narrowed it down to three. One is print newsletters. The other one is uh, uh, direct mail postcards. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third third one is um, shop and all packages, or I call it shop and all program. And it's without fail when you when you follow those the three you know principles of market message and media, you you will get results. Now the other thing that we also focus on is to maximize your print dollars and not waste money, especially for you know, people who are probably in your audience and most people who are doing print are the you know, smaller businesses with lists less than 5,000 or so, is you use print for your existing list of warm leads. So these mm-hmm. are prospects, people who've already contacted you, your past clients, referral sources. You really want to focus in on those people. That's where you're going to get the most bang for your buck. Yeah, have- I, need, I need to cut you off and say, repeat that, Kia, because it is such a huge and important point. Say it again. To maximize your print investment, only mail to people who have contacted you, who you've done business with, who know about you, who have somehow opted into your list. This is your house list and your referral sources. You will get the best results from doing that. Now, we're yeah, and I, at one point I want to make about that, I agree 100%, and we're not going to talk in detail about this. This is for another time. That means 
that in your digital marketing and in your list building and in your follow-up strategies, you have to figure out ways to get those people on your list to give you their mailing address. It's great to get them to sign up with just first name, email address. That's okay, but devise strategies. And we'll share stuff in a later episode about how to do that. That's part of your digital marketing. But get those mailing addresses because, as Kia said, your biggest bang for the buck is going to be to mail the people who already know you, who have already opted into the list. It's about conversion and getting the sale, not pleased to meet you. Let me tell you about my brand and hope that you're interested. Yeah, 100%. Let me just give you one little thing that people can only get take this away from regarding the mailing addresses. Just ask for it. Yeah. <laughs> so many people won't do it because they think that they shouldn't or it's too much to ask or they're going to just ask for it. People, yep. Most people will give it to you, if, you know, once you've built that trust that you know you're not some scammy person but anyway exactly yeah yeah so you were saying okay now you 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 work your list and and on you go you were talking about postcards newsletters shock and awe right let's let let's go to shock and awe because that's the one that a lot of people in the audience might not know what you're talking about we've dropped that phrase a few times a few times what is a shock and awe package so um, shock and awe package is, is, is basically a sort of a, a, a direct mail piece on steroids. <laughs> so rather than sending your guide or your report, your lead magnet in print or sending a brochure or sending, um, you know, whatever, a postcard, you sort of put together this box that includes those things, maybe a couple of other things, makes it look like a gift. And then you send that to your prospect or your client. Mm -hmm. And so then when they receive it, they are absolutely not expecting something like that. And when they open it, there's this whole experience that goes with it. And, you know, it, and it gives them an experience like storytelling is an experience that you walk mm -hmm. people through, through their, you know, audio and through their visual and imagination, right? Shock and awe as a tactical experience to that where now they're, they're touching something and they're walking through this the story and you know and, and we, when you choreograph it right when you you know we have this like stacking order and we have these ways to put it together when you do it right it truly is a like a, a christmas morning experience that brings together and people i mean we've had like videos of unboxing people are just so impressed they will unbox and yeah. video of it I had one client who um, had my box from five years ago and he was a high level client and uh, like a high level marketer. And he contacted me five years later and he invited me to his high level mastermind to talk about print. He's like, I still have your box in my closet. This is why I'm contacting you. Yeah. So, that, so that's, that's the kind of experience you get. So what, so the shock and all, um, let, let's talk about kind of, we've said what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a package. It could be in a box. It could be in an envelope of materials that are designed to tell the recipient about who you are and set up an expectation of what to expect when working with you. Mm -hmm. um, when do you send it? Um, you send it, we, you, we find you get the biggest, biggest bang when you send it between the time where they contact you 
and then they get on a call with you. So, you know, it depends on what your sales process is and what your funnel is and how you convert people. Shock and all programs, packages are typically for professional services. So these are high ticket professional services who engage with you long-term um, and, and there's a big investment of it. So that's where you, you know, where we specialize in, certainly they can be used in many other um, ways and, and um, you know, ways to kind of cement that relationship. But for us, we've sort of zoned in on if you have any like attorneys or advisors or other professional services where you have this, you know, multi-step funnel of, of getting them to convert. So we find that sending it to them right prior to that call, whether it's your discovery call or, you know, whatever that is, that strategy call, they get that and they're like, wow, this person's amazing. So now they come on the call with you and they're already positioned to believe you, like you, um, and, and do, do whatever it is that you're recommending them to do. So that's, that's the when. Um, you could also send it after the engagement. So it's sort of a sticking point, like, a, you know, buyer's remorse. Um, it helps to alleviate that if, if they've, you know, just paid you 10, 15, $20,000 for something or more, you send them this package that welcomes them. And then it's got these strategic pieces in it. Um, you can also send them as client appreciation. So these are, you know, send them something that, you know, clients need to be kept um, engaged and they need to be kept interested in you. So when you send, you know, a yearly client appreciation package that has these items, that, that keeps them engaged and, and um, you're feeling grateful, you know, reciprocity, those principles come into play when they stay with you. So that's when the, the when do you send a shock and all package. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about the things that go in it. So that's where the power of print marketing comes. Um, we, we love shock and all packages because it, it, it forces you to create your print marketing assets but in a way that is focused and unified and has a definite purpose. A lot of people create print marketing that's like, well, let's do a brochure here. Well, let's do a guide here. Well, let's do a book here. Let's do a free report. Like it's just sort of all over the place. And then now they have this mess and then well, what do we do? And then the assistant collects dust. They print maybe 500 and then in a year they throw it away. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so we the, the shock and all box gives you a definite purpose for each of those items, and they're very strategic about what what you put in it. So something that so I can show a sample, and then we'll we'll have these um, visuals available for people to request, and it's in this big amazing file of all kinds of print marketing samples. But I'm gonna do you want me to pop it on the screen to yeah do it. I think you have share access, so let's okay. pop it on the screen for those of you who are listening. We're going to describe what Kia is showing, and uh, uh, for those who and all of you have access to the video on the Story Power Marketing Show website. So um, awesome, okay. Kia. Why don't you why don't you describe what uh, what you're showing us here? Sure. So here is you know we call them wow boxes just to give us some terminology we use to help bring order. We call the actual box a wow box. We call the program a shock and awe program because you don't, there's a strategy and there's an approach to using it. It's not just, I'm gonna put the box together and life is good. You have to be strategic about it. So when we talk about the wow box, we're talking about the thing that we're creating. So here's what we created for a, um, a, probate, a, a probate state planning attorney. And we put together, and, the, and, and what I'm showing here is a nicely designed box that has his picture on it. Um, when you open it, there's a message from him right at the top, but inside the box, there's like, 
there's, it looks like a gift. There's tissue, there's sticker. And you're like, wow, what is, what could be behind this curtain? And it's just this anticipation that's building. And so you open that and, um, and you see sort of the stacked order of things. And the first thing you see is a welcome letter. Um, the welcome letter just is, is basically a sales letter. Again, depending on what you want, what you want to accomplish with the box, but it tells them why they're getting this and what their next step is. Right? It's so important to, to lead people along and get along the journey and tell them what the next step is. So that's the welcome letter, and that's strategically designed. There's headlines, got all the good direct response principles to get them to act. Right? Then they open it again, and one of the key pieces that that we recommend anybody create, we call it success stories. It's basically case studies, testimonials, but they're, you know, we have a different framework for it where it's more than just, oh, I love Tom. He's so amazing. I love working. <laughs> You're going to love him too. Like, that's nice, but that's not going to get people to, to act, right? So our success stories have a framework of their in story format. Um, they We like that. Exactly. I mean, this is this is a signature key piece of the shock and all box. And what typically takes the most time to create because you really have to build the case study and the story and you draw people in, give them a vision of success, give them a vision of the problems that they're dealing with and give them a vision of the success. It's just it's so powerful. Tom. I don't have to convince you. You don't have to convince your audience. You put it in print format make it visually appealing so it, it like it's, it feels good to hold it read it and it just takes people you know and, and, and writing staying power it sits on their counter they give it to people yeah. and mm -hmm. I, I i sorry to interrupt i cannot emphasize enough to those of you who are listening not watching go and check this out um and, and kia tell us tell us the url the, the address of where they're going to be able to access the the images that you're sharing in the episode today so simply it's my our url zinegraphics.com slash story power yep so easy easy and it's actually it's a doubt it's a, a a free guide that i made for um to show print marketing it's the, i call it the million dollars uh, direct mail swipe file so if you, you know, these, this is for a specific audience that I made, but your audience is welcome to have it just for the asking. Yeah. So zinegraphics.com slash story power, all one word. And all this stuff that we're talking about that you may not be able to see right now as you listen, go see it. You've got to see it. It's awesome. Yeah. So you have the success stories. We have, um, you know, a folder of, of of other items they may want to put in there. Sometimes it's an authority piece, sometimes it's a flyer, sometimes it's an engagement, like an application, different things that go in there. Um, we also, there's also a, your free guide, your lead or your lead magnet, some book that's again showing that you have written a book on it, whatever that may be. So that's in there. Then we add, um, this is one of the, the signature pieces also that we put in our shock and awe boxes and our wow boxes. It's a, it's a, it's a bookmark. And it's an oversized bookmark. That little bookmark has a lot of power to do um, things. So one of the, for example, one of the ways that we use the bookmark, if you have videos on your website or YouTube, a channel or something that you want people to see, we use that bookmark to drive them to those videos. And so we put a screenshot of the video, you put the QR code on there, you give them a little story of why they should watch it. 
easy breezy. Now you've got this multimedia, they can, you know, it's a little bookmark. So it, it easier to consume, right? The more variety there is in the print and in the tactile, the more interesting it is and you know, engaging it is. So that's one of the, one of the ways we use the bookmark. You can also yeah. use. Oh, sorry. That, oh. that was a, another gold nugget. And it, it speaks to a broad principle, which is using your print media to complement your digital media and vice versa is a fundamental strategy for good marketers. So a print bookmark in a shock and awe package that points people to the YouTube channel. It could be pointing to something else, but this, this strategy of pointing, pointing them to the YouTube channel so great and this broad idea that your print media whether it's shock and awe or a postcard or a sales letter or a newsletter or whatever you have a lot going on online use your print to drive people there and vice versa use your digital to get that mailing address so that you can use print to your advantage as well sorry to interrupt but uh, i had to call out that point that you made and not let it slip past continue to do so those these are truly nuggets that when you hear them you're like duh but you really need to just bring it back into your awareness to say let me let me do this and, and for many of your lists it's just gonna be a simple tweak to what they're doing and yep. it's gonna get these big results from it so uh yeah feel free to interrupt anytime when you see that these, these, <laughs> oh, i'm with it i'm in it so much that to me it's like of course right but you need someone to be like don't forget this piece yeah. um, but for sure direct offline marketing should support online and vice versa that is a key point and that we will never tell anybody not to do online marketing however i have met people who have in fact i was at one of these dan kennedy conferences he was a a um a medical um what do they call it like a med spa doctor where they do like beauty treatments and stuff like that he doubled his business like every three years only doing print marketing he had no online presence at all so yeah. it's possible but it's a powerful yeah. miss. but just but but there are exceptions but for most people both um uh, online and offline should support each other yep. so so one of the things that you'll notice with these ball boxes is that they are you know we're not here's the mistake that people make who are familiar with shopping all boxes just throw a bunch of junk in a in an envelope or box and send it to them. The more the better. Wrong. <laughs> it really is just a box of you know what. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it might feel good for about thirty seconds, but then it just gets shoved in and it doesn't do anything. It doesn't move along, move along the client journey, the prospect journey. It's no call to actions. They just love getting a bunch of swag with their logos on it. Most of the time, they're not used. Please don't do that. Don't, I see that way too much. Just don't do that. This one has just the right amount, right? That less is more. You know, they're powerful. You've got those those key key print marketing pieces, but there's also fun stuff, right? So so you have, you know, in this example, he has a really nice um, uh, bag, like a, a grocery bag or a um, tote bag. He's got a nice metal pen. Um, and we have, and here's, and he's got a notepad, a branded notepad that, you know, people can use. And here's the thing, <laughs> there's a nugget for, if you put together your own wild box, always include an edible item, always. Yeah. yeah. Just put something in there that, that they can snack on, whether it's a Skittles, M&Ms, bag of chips, some brownie, something that 
that will just like shoot up the experience. I can't emphasize that enough. So for him, we have some um, individually wrapped chocolates and um, don't worry if people like it or don't like it, if they're allergic to nuts, whatever, just put it in there. Um, and then, and then we have the, the, what we call, those are what we call delighters, right? They're not necessary, but they delight people. So you've got right. chocolate, you've got some fun gift or swag that we call it. Not too much, just one or two pieces is all you need. And then we have things like crinkle paper, tissue paper that makes it feel like a gift. It's a very strategically put together, it's choreographed, the stacking order. And um, that's really the way you want to do it. Don't just put a box, put a bunch of junk in a box and send it. Yeah. And you introduced this idea, Kia, by by noting that you're sending this to somebody in advance of a call or perhaps after you've made that presentation and had that that strategy call or the, the, the consultation call. And you said that it helps establish that connection, that bond, that know, like, and trust factor. And as I, I look at this package that you have on the screen and I hear you describe it, I think to myself, when was the last time that somebody sent you, I'm asking this to the audience, somebody sent you a thank you note for an email that you sent them? Oh, thank you for that, that email. Um, I, I get them occasionally, but this, you send a package like this to a prospect or a client whom you're trying to upsell and they feel it, they love it, they have fun opening it, they enjoy eating those chocolates or chips or Skittles that you included, and they appreciate you more. Dan Kennedy has a term that um, packages like this, good print packages have a thud factor. You receive them and you feel like, Phew, wow, this has meaning, this has heft. I, I'm holding it in my hands, it has weight. And and that is a metaphor for the heft and the weight and the and the influence that you now have in the relationship with your clients. It really works. It's a really powerful tool. So thank you for walking 100%, us through. Hundred <clears throat> percent, absolutely. And the you know, nice thing about this is that you have this sort of a call it multi tool, right? Now you you can use any of these pieces by themselves. Um, you can use the box by itself. So it, it really functions in many ways. It's a great way to leverage the money that you put into creating print marketing assets. Um, let me show you a couple more pieces. This is Vance Morris. So a lot of people in your audience might know Vance. We helped him create his um, his wow box. And you know, again, you see the same principles here, the tissue paper, the, the opening. When they open it, there's a message on the top of the box, success stories, um, folder. He's got a lot of delighters because it's Disney. You're supposed to delight them. Exactly. So, um, <clears throat> you know, we we have uh, similar for for Vance. That was fun. And this is one of our um, wow boxes that we made. This was actually a client appreciation that we sent. And we put mug in there. We put cookies, some candles, pens, and this really nice fuzzy blanket all wrapped beautifully. And um, our, our clients just loved it. So, yeah. Yep. And so some in the audience, I hope most aren't thinking this, but some in the audience will hear you describe this, will look at the images that you shared with us, and they'll say, ooh, that looks really expensive, Kia. How how can I justify this investment? So, talk, yeah, you're laughing. I, um, <laughs> I don't mean to insult um, some of the people who feel that way, but 
it's the wrong mindset. And I want to give you the opportunity, Kia, to, to set somebody straight if they're feeling like, I don't know if I can make that investment. Um, so that's the key word, investment, right? right. Um, and, you know, if you're looking at marketing as an expense, your, your, your whole approach is, is off. You mm -hmm. always have to be looking ahead to what will this buy me? And right. um, because if you don't, then you're going to spend it on the wrong things. So you're going to mm -hmm. be like distracted by some shiny marketing thing that makes you happy because you're doing it, but your, your, your prospect or your client maybe doesn't care about. So, but if you can think ahead and think, okay, here's, I'm going to put money into creating this. Here's how I'm going to use it. Here is what I expect to happen. And when you set that intention in motion, and it's not just intention, it's not just like, oh, this is what I hope to happen. You're very focused on and, and the materials you create. You will see a return. You will see a return. Yes, they can be expensive. How much, there's a common question I get. How much is it gonna cost me? So there's a there's sort of a, a setup, right? You have to put all the stuff together. Um, it can cost you anywhere, depending on if you do it yourself, who you hire, anywhere from 500 or less to like four or 5,000 or more, eight or 10,000, depending on, you know, how complicated is your design, if you need copywritten, if you need, you know, how many creatives you put together, there's the print cost, that's a one-time cost, so those are those are sort of the front end costs, and they can expect to spend anywhere from you know two to three, four, up to ten thousand for it, and yep. and that's because you're buying in bulk, right? You're getting like two hundred of this and three hundred of that, but now you have this inventory of it. Mailing it out, so when you then um, figure in the per piece cost of each um, item, the mailing costs, you can expect to spend anywhere from twenty five to fifty dollars to hundred dollars per box to actually set it in motion and move it along. Yep. Now, if each prospect to you is has a lifetime value of maybe $30,000, would you do this? <laughs> if you yeah. knew that would there it is. conversion, yeah. that they yeah. would become a client and 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 drop 5,000, 10,000 with you. Yep. $500 is nothing. Even like $2,000 and that's even just now you have it for 50 clients to do that. Yep. So you really have to look at it in those terms. And if you don't think ahead of how am I going to use this, what do I expect the results and keep tracking those and tweaking it, then, um, you know, it's, it's expensive. Yeah, it's, it's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Kia just gave everybody a fundamental lesson in direct response marketing and how to think, not just print marketing, but direct response marketing, understanding the lifetime value of a customer. It's not just the revenue earned on the first transaction, it's the lifetime of transactions. And it's looking at the investments that you make, whether it's a shock and awe package, whether it's a digital marketing campaign, whether it's a postcard, whatever it may be, you're making an investment investment up front and it's going to convert a certain number of people. And so ultimately the question is, does this investment get me more sales more quickly than I otherwise would have? And what are those sales worth to me over the lifetime of that customer relationship? And if you begin to think about it that way and measure the investment that way, all of a sudden it's not, the mindset is not, oh, that's expensive. That's going to cost me a lot. It's, 
am I willing to spend 500 to make 50,000 or five or 5,000 or whatever the number may be. And it begins to get a lot easier and, and make a lot more sense. You know, Kia, we could talk about this all day long. And part of what I'm thinking is we probably need to have you back and do another episode of the of the show sometime. But I need to respect the the amount of time in the episode we've flown through and covered so much. I want to give you a chance to tell people where to find you, how to reach you, because uh, we didn't talk as much about postcards and 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 uh, print newsletters and some of the things that um, that I think would interest our audience they can reach out to you and learn all about it. So how can people reach you and remind people where they can go for the package that you were just showing them? Sure, um, and, and you're right, we did, the time went by so fast. And, um, yeah. and I'll just drop in real quick, you don't have to, and don't enter into print marketing, shock it off, that's sort of like level three. It if is. You enter into it, the print newsletter is really your best entry point and you're gonna see the biggest return, the fastest return for the amount of money that you can get. So that's, that's what I recommend for people to do. And, and let's talk about it on another, another show. So I'd love to do that and show lots of samples, lots of tips that people can take away and do on their own that they don't have to contact us for. Um, <clears throat> our website, designgraphics.com, is the best way to, to connect. Uh, just any of the forms on there, you can put it and we'll reach out to you if you want to schedule a call. I call them a vision discovery call. What is your vision? What do you want to do? And yeah. what are the obstacles that are holding you? And is there something that we can do to help you? So it's just a really fun kind of get to know you call. Um, for them to get this particular samples file that has the newsletters, <clears throat> postcards, shopping on boxes, um, some Dan Kennedy samples. So it's designgraphics.com slash story power. You know, putting information, we'll get that right out to you as a digital uh, download, and um, and I hope that we can uh, connect with them as well. Excellent, excellent, Kia. Any parting thoughts for for the audience before we call it a day? So I would just say, um, be courageous. Um, I know that print sounds daunting, especially for people who haven't done it, or maybe they've done it and gotten burned in the past, or a little like it is expensive. We don't mean to invalidate those concerns. Those are very very valid concerns. But think of it this way. The more you invest, whether in time or money or energy into something, the bigger your commitment and the higher rate of success that you're going to get. Okay. Hey, so that, man. that would yeah. be my party thought. Work with yeah. people who know what they're doing and um, really are invested in your success too. Uh, awesome stuff. Kia, thank you so much for your time, so, much so many nuggets. This is one of those episodes I'm gonna replay. I'm gonna take notes, pull oh nuggets out that uh, I can draw from. It inspires me. I'm glad that you were here with us today and I really do wanna do it again so that we can sort of get to part B and, and cover some things that we didn't have a chance to cover in this episode. Thanks I so would, much for I being would here. Love to. For listening to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. If you liked what you heard today, visit storypowermarketing.com slash resources, where you can sign up for Tom's entertaining, informative, must-read emails, download free business-building resources, and discover other opportunities to help you harness the power of storytelling. That's storypowermarketing.com slash resources 
to help you captivate prospects, inspire them to act, and grow your business with greater ease and joy. Also, please remember to subscribe to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.